Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti, going solo this week. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a very, very Merry Christmas. Hope you have a, an awesome, a blessed Christmas season, a great, happy, successful, prosperous, and extremely spiritual new year. It's great to be with you on all of our radio affiliates across the U.S., our special guest this week is Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebacker Devin White. Devin has he's got such a big heart for giving. I really enjoyed this conversation. He's a tremendous player on the field. He's a leader in the locker room. He's a young guy, but he really gets it. He says he's thankful to be able to bless others and not just at Christmas, but always. And and I really I love that kind of attitude. I love that spirit, especially this time of year, right around Christmas, because for me, that's that's what it's really all about. It's always about giving. It's not about receiving. I've never been, I can't even remember, even to when I was a kid, like, I don't think I was all that into what am I getting, what am I getting, and the whole Santa thing, and I, I love that our kids are, one of my daughters, and I put this up on social media the other day, one of our daughters, this week we went to we just, they, they're nine and they, they understand what Santa is all about. But we were at the mall and we came across a, a mall Santa and it was a really beautiful setup and all that stuff. So we're like, oh, you want to just go up, take a picture, say hello. And they're like, yeah, for sure. So one of my girls tells Santa she wants an iPhone 14, which she's not getting. And the other one says, I want to end world hunger. And, and, and together, these two are awesome, Alexia and Melina. I love them both. And they're going to be change makers. They're going to be world changers. They're, they're just, they get it. That's what it, it's all about. But they do, and they do end up asking for a whole lot of stuff too. But for me, Christmas, the whole season, it's about, it's about what can I do for someone else? How can I be a blessing, right? I end every show, everyone here, make a difference be a blessing. That's what it's all about. And especially it's magnified this Christmas season. It's, it's, it's taken to another level and people, we can, we can get so caught up, right? We can get so caught up in the traditions of Christmas, which are beautiful. And we can get caught up in the, the presents, the shopping, the decorating, all of that stuff, and maybe lose sight of what we're trying to celebrate. And I think it's just a nice reminder at times, you know, you, we can enjoy Christmas. We can take part in all the parties, the giving, the shopping, the, all of that stuff. There's, and there's nothing wrong with it. I love the lights. I love going to different activities. I, I love all that. And there's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It, it's celebrating together. It's letting the world know, but ultimately it's about the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, and without him. So as we're out and about and celebrating and doing and giving and partaking and enjoying, hey, Merry Christmas goes a long way. Hey, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, right? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And then sometimes I feel for those who may not be, not all of us are in a position to give. Not all of us are in a position to to do to do it up however we wish. And sometimes that's where you have to really look at it from the perspective of what did God do 
How did he look at it? It's not from the world standards of value. I want to read for you from Luke 21, 1 to 4. And Jesus said, truly I tell you, and this is the part where Jesus saw rich people putting their gifts into the temple treasury, but then he also saw a poor widow put two very small copper coins. And this is what Jesus said, truly I tell you, This poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. So I feel like some of us, if we feel that we're at at a place where maybe you don't have much to offer in the way of material, financial, that's not what Jesus is asking for. That's not what the Lord cares about. It's not out of giving from a position of wealth. He said she gave more. She gave out of her poverty. She put in all she had to live on. If we think about that, it, it, it takes Christmas to a whole other level. It takes Christmas to a point of, in light of who we are in Christ and who Christ is in us. Now, when we think about Mary carrying Jesus for nine months, delivering him to the world so he can be our Savior, and we, like Mary, carried him for nine months because Jesus was born a a absolute (laughs) natural birth, and she carried him, and that's what we're celebrating You know, we can then, she did it for nine months. We can do that every day. We can now carry Jesus to the rest of our world, to the rest of the world to help deliver the good news, to help share and spread his word, to help shine his light everywhere we go in everything we do. We can take him to people so that Christ can He can literally touch others through our hands, through our feet, through our voices, through our actions. And and when we, by the way we live our life, by the way we treat others, by the way we respond to adversity, by the way we handle good moments, by the way we deal with the bad moments, by allowing others, Christ to shine through us, we're now delivering him to the rest of the world. So yeah, on this Christmas and every Christmas on December 25th, we celebrate the birth of Jesus where the Virgin Mary carried the Son of God, the Savior of the world for nine months and then delivered him he was born right there. We you got the nativity scene. I love the nativity. Everywhere I go, whenever I see a nativity scene, it just makes me smile. You got the manger and three wise men and the star. And I don't, if Remy were here, she'd tell you how I can't identify animals so well. Uh, the goats, the cows, the lambs, the sheep, whatever, whatever they are. I, I get everything confused. Ponies, horses, donkeys. I'm, and I love farms. I love to go visit farms. But I love a nice, beautiful nativity scene. But that, that's, that's what we're celebrating, right? We're celebrating the birth of Jesus who was delivered to the world 
through Mary. But we each day, today, tomorrow, the 26th of December, the 27th, the 28th, and on and on and on, we can deliver him, his message, to the world. How do we do that? It's not, it's not about proclaiming. You know, I, I'm trying more and more to do less bold proclamations and more private action. And by that I mean, yeah, it's, it's great and I love people who are on a big platform to use that platform to talk about the work that Jesus has done in their life. And I'll never stop doing that. And it's awesome. I love it. Uh, I love the impact that it has on other people. And I would always encourage everyone, no matter how big or small your platform is, to use it to share the work that Jesus has done in your life and the message and the hope of Christ. But then my challenge is that's on a public stage, on a private platform, in in those moments at home, in those moments with people interacting on a daily basis, am I allowing Jesus to shine through my life? Am I living in such a way, and, and I don't know who said this, but I heard it many years ago, and I love it. Live your life in such a way so that those who know you but don't know Christ will come to know Christ because they know you. It's, it's so powerful. Are you doing that in private? Am I doing that in private? That's my goal. That's my challenge, to do that in those private moments. So why? So I can deliver the message of Jesus. We're celebrating the delivery, the birth of Christ today on Christmas. Or if you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Eve. We're celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this weekend. But each day, the challenge for each one of us is to take the message of hope in Christ and to deliver that news to others, publicly, privately, in one-on-one moments, in two-on-fifteen, whatever it is. How many people are we doing that? First, by how we quietly live our lives. Second, by how we boldly proclaim the gospel. To me, that, that's what it's all about. Christmas is it's a beautiful time, and it's amazing to celebrate with loved ones, with our families, with our friends, and this is a, it's a tough, different Christmas for me. And it, it, the emotions have been all over the place. You know, I lost my dad this year, and my mom's having a tough time with it. And they also, three days before Christmas is their wedding anniversary. Three days after Christmas is my dad's birthday. So the whole week is tough. But I have to put that those emotions aside and think about the bigger picture. The giving, the blessing, the making a difference, the shining the light spreading the word, and taking Mary's delivery of Christ we celebrate on Christmas and deliver that news, deliver that message to the rest of the world. To me, that's what what it's all about. 
And I hope everyone can enjoy this Christmas season with their families, with their friends, with their loved ones. No matter what you have to offer someone, it's not always about the finances or the material. Time, a shoulder to cry on, some help. Mary didn't have anything. She allowed God to use her body. She didn't have much. She didn't have anything at all. But she allowed God to use her. And God can use all of us if we're willing and if we're able. He can use all of us. It's not about what we spend. It's not about the lavish presents or any of that. It's about delivering the good news, the message of Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas to everyone. Up next, you're going to hear from Devin White. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. Hi, this is Remy Mahdi, co-host of Faith on the Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com. Hey, this is Rob Mahdi. Online sexual exploitation of children is a hidden crime, and it's time we expose it. A new immersive podcast tells the story of Ruby, who was trafficked into this crime when she was 16 years old. The podcast takes the listener through Ruby's journey and what's being done to fight this terrible crime. Check it out at IJM.org slash Ruby. This is Derek Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonafieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear the full interviews on there. Be sure also to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on a Field and tell a friend or two about the show. I want to take a minute to thank all of our wonderful sponsors, International Justice Mission and Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at faithonafieldshow.com. Devin White was a first-round pick by the Buccaneers, number five overall in 2019. He was a second-team AP All-Pro in 2020 when he helped Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl. White made the Pro Bowl last year. Here's my conversation with Devin White. Hey, Devin, what's up, man? How are you? How you doing? I'm doing good. Before we even get started, talk about football, talk about anything else. I always wanted to ask you, never had a chance. Where did you get your love for horses? Oh, man, just growing up in a small town, Louisiana, you know, uh, right outside of Shreveport, Louisiana. It's what we do around there, man. I think, like I always tell everybody, you learn how to ride a horse before you learn how to ride a bike. You know, uh, (laughs) even my son right now, he can get on the horse and go around and around all day and he still got training wheels on his bike, you know, so he put, we put more emphasis on horses where I'm from. So, I mean, you just got to fall in. It's like a, it's like a, just a mother nature thing where I'm from. That's pretty cool, man. My, my wife is from Egypt, so she had an opportunity to ride a camel. Have you ever done something like that? I never done it, but I I plan on taking me a trip to Dubai and I want to try it in Dubai. My uncle and my auntie actually did it 
uh, this past summer, I want to say, and it looked really cool. I'm guessing it's a whole lot different than a horse, man. They got the two. Yeah, they just walking, just walking. <laughs> you know me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting out of there. I love that. Hey, listen, this year hasn't gone exactly how many of us expected for the Buccaneers, but you're still in a position where you can win a division and then you would end up being a higher seed than you were two years ago when you actually won the Super Bowl. How much does does that maybe help down the stretch, knowing that once you get in the dance, if you get in, that anything can happen? Um, I think um the biggest thing is obviously putting all your focus on winning, you know, one game at a time. Cause right now we we are in a position where we control our own destiny, like really truly can say that, you know, and um just obviously just focus on winning one game at a time and hitting a stride. Cause we know, you know, uh nobody remember what happened in the beginning in the middle of the season is all about December, January football. And we and we're a team that know that because we've been here before, like you said, you know, two years in a row making good runs at, at the Super Bowl, obviously one year winning it. So I mean, we we know uh where we need to be and what we have to do to get there. And this is also this is all about, you know, buying in and taking those steps and getting on the same page and just going to make it happen. When you look at the stuff that's gone wrong, is that all? Do you think it's all correctable? It's all fixable? Like the talent is there, right, in the locker room, but it's just going out and executing. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it's just like you said. It, everything is fixable. I think every play or every other play is just one person here or there, and I think it just got to be just the the focus and the concentration, just locking, locking in on defense. You know, I only can speak on the defensive side because I know what we're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their goals are. I, I don't know. But as far as the defense, I think it's just a little more concentration, a little more focus and a little more um, a little more energy, just a little more energy out there. Just bring a person up with you and play with that camaraderie. You think the adjustment going from Bruce to Todd, even though Todd's been there, been in the building, was the D.C., do you think it took some adjustment and that you guys are still trying to figure that out? Oh, no, I don't think it took no adjusting adjustment as far as um, the defensive side of the ball. You know, the offensive side, um, B.A. was an offensive guru, and he probably had his hand in a lot of what they did. I don't know, but I know uh, as far as the defensive side of the ball, we're still doing what we do. You know, we've been doing what we've been doing since Coach Bowles got here, and we've just been trying to add more to what we do. But obviously, when you add more – Got to be, got to be able to think. Got to be able to uh, take it all in. I know you're on the defensive side, but when you have a guy like TB12 under center as your quarterback, we saw the game against the Rams where you come back at the end. We saw the game against the Saints where you come back at the end. Do you always feel like you always got a shot no matter what with that guy? Um, yeah, obviously he's a guy. He's a winner, you know, and that's that's the word that I like to use when I talk about Tom. He's a winner. He's going to find a way to get it done. And obviously he plays with a great defense who's going to hold guys to three or no points a lot to help them stay in ball games, even when it's not going so well for them to when they decide to flip the switch and score touchdowns, they still in it because his defense have uh, kept a minute by not giving up a lot of points. Devin, growing up, man, was was there any specific NFL linebackers that were was like a guy that that you patterned maybe became like sort of uh, you looked at as a role model, wanted to yeah. wanted to emulate when you when you got in the league? For sure, my favorite linebacker always was Patrick Willis. You know, the 49ers, man, he was just one of those guys who could play in the passing game, who could be a run stuffer, and he can go get the quarterback. And, you know, he was one of those fast linebackers, you know, and I, I always respected his game. He was an SEC guy playing at Ole Miss, you know, so I knew him well from uh, 
college as well. And then when I just kept going and just kept learning about him, you know, learn of how much of a country boy he was. And that kind of like, you know, made me smile a little bit, just knowing we had similarities. And, um, man, just obviously watching him in the NFL, just, man, being one of those dogs, being one of those those great linebackers. And I really respect his game. You've been able to, to to get some individual accolades early in your career. You obviously were part of a Super Bowl team. You know, what fuels you, man? What what drives you? What what what's your motivation? Oh, I think my motivation is just, you know, um being able to be one of the one percenters in the world that can make it to the NFL and just having the skill set that I have, you know, I feel like God blessed me tremendous because you don't have many linebackers that can play the game like I play the game and don't have to lead a field. And just do it all. And I, and I never take those opportunities for granted, you know. Um, and I just want to be the best, man. I just want to take the tools that God blessed me with. And I just want to sharpen them and display them on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, you know, whenever we play. You know, whenever the ball roll out, I want to go out there and just give it my all. And so I think that that's the only motivation I got is just to, you know, take what God blessed me with and just show the world, you know, how you know great he, he has been to me and with the uh, talent that he gave me. And just, uh, you know, just use my blessings and just let it, you know, be a light on Sundays. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing now with Bud Light and this opportunity uh, yep. ahead of Christmas and being able to, to give to give away a signed jersey and give somebody an opportunity to get that as a, a it's an awesome present, man, and a chance to go to a game. Yeah, most definitely. Well, I'll partner with Bud Light, you know, just like you said, giving away a, a game-worn jersey, obviously, that I'm going to sign. And, um you know, I think it's easy to get in. All you got to do is just get on Twitter and tweet at Bud Light. And um, obviously, two tickets to, uh, I want to say, uh, January the first game is going to be a home game. So I think that'll be great as well. And um, and to enter, all you got to do is tweet hashtag Bud Light present and uh, hashtag sweet states at Bud Light. And that'll get you an opportunity to win. And you must be 21 or older. No doubt, man. Hey, get a signed jersey. Did you ever have one? Like, I, I know you just said Patrick, but like as a kid growing up, did you ever get an opportunity to get somebody sign anything for you? Man, I wasn't fortunate enough. We couldn't get to a game in little old Cotton Valley. But man, now that I've been in the NFL, I can get any jersey signed. And I'm really grateful for that. And I really do need to try to get a Patrick Willis jersey because we text and talk all the time, but I ain't want to kind of fanboy. Just, you know, just get knowledge from them and stuff. But I need to get one. I see how you interact with kids, man. What's that mean to you to be able to, like, you know, understand that how how they look at you in that position and they and they want to take a picture? They want to get an autograph. You know, I just want to be approachable guy. You know, I just never want to be a guy that uh, younger kids don't think they can approach because I'm in bigger. You know, I got a bigger role in this world or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm human just like them. You know, I wake up, I go to sleep just like I'm brushing my teeth. Do I do everything the same? You know, I just I'm just a little more in the spotlight. But I'll, I always want to make myself available because it can make that day. It can make that week. You never know what somebody going through and just stopping and just taking a picture. Just a picture is so easy. One, two, three smile and then it'll last a lifetime or it'll help them overcome some just by you know they had you know somebody that they admire in their presence and they was able to capitalize on that moment so that's why anytime you see me I'm always signing autographs and taking pictures just because those opportunities don't come too often you know people see me in Chick-fil-A or something they might not ever see me again you know (laughs) just at one time and I didn't have those opportunities growing up because I was you know such in a smaller town but I just try to be the light man 
I appreciate that about you, man. Tell me with Christmas and what you're doing, what's that mean to you? What what does the Christmas season mean to you? I mean, I know you're a man of faith. You mentioned God's blessings. Yeah, I mean, man, right now Christmas is all about just seeing people smile. You know, I feel like it's one of those holidays that you can be thankful for everything. And like, you know, obviously, like, you know, you think of Christmas, you think of trees, you think of presents and stuff. Everything is about being happy, man. So I do whatever I do. You know, I give back. Uh, in Tampa, you know, my mom, she handled the uh, giveaways back home today. You know, I think we did $100 gift cards at every school in the surrounding Webster Parish where I grew up from. And, you know, I think that made a lot of kids happy as well, made a lot of parents happy just because it it's always unexpected. But it's, you know, expected of me to go be a blessing to others. And man, I'm just thankful for the opportunity and to be in a situation to where I can give back. Last thing for you, because I love this, man. It's the pinned tweet on your Twitter, and it's it's a picture of you, and you're kneeling in prayer, confetti all around you, and then you quote First Chronicles 29, 13. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. And I love that that's the first thing people see if they go to your, your Twitter, man. For you to put that up there, what that mean to you to be able to put that out there? Like, yeah. that's the first thing. You, 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 look, you go to Devin White, and that's what you see. I just, um, it was like one of the biggest games I ever, the biggest game I ever played in my life. And I was all, and I won it. But as you can see, I didn't celebrate the victory first. I gave God thanks, you know, uh, for being in the situation and, you know, helping us win in the situation. Obviously, you know, so I just wanted to praise him before I did anything else. And I think uh, that was a great picture that that was like the highlight of winning the Super Bowl was just, me showing my gratitude to the man up above for allowing me to even be there, be in a position and obviously win it. Cause I mean, it, it don't always happen like that, but it, like I say, with everything I do, I put God first, you know, whether I win or lose, you know, I lose and I go pray after the game. Thank you for allowing us to get through it uh, uh, safe, you know, health and everything. So just one of those moments where I obviously did it and it was kind of like, uh, it was captured on film. So, I mean, it was a, it was a blessing. That's awesome, man. Well, I love the perfect present campaign that you're involved with, with Bud Light. I'll give everybody more details uh, on how they can win a signed game-worn jersey as well as some tickets. And, and Devin, I appreciate you, man. Uh, God bless you. Wish you a ton of success on and off the field. All right, thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you to Devin White. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, and everyone on our team. Thank you for listening to Faith on the Field Show presented by International Justice Mission. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. And Merry Christmas to all. Hi, this is Rob Motti. I'm listening to a powerful podcast about Ruby, a girl from the Philippines who was trafficked into slavery when she was 16 years old. The podcast takes you deep into Ruby's story, not only how she was tricked, but also how she was rescued and is now advocating for others trapped in this form of slavery. Check it out at IJM.org slash Ruby. You'll be blown away by Ruby's resilience and and the incredible work of those who rescued her. Hi, this is Remy Mari, co-host of Faith on a Field Show. I am so excited to be a part of an amazing team at Weikert Realtors Exclusive Properties in Tampa and the surrounding areas. Real estate has been a passion of mine for several years. I love beautiful homes. I love beach homes. I love new homes. I just love helping you buy your dream home or sell the one you're in. So if you are already in this beautiful sunshine state or if you want to move to fabulous Florida, I'm your girl. Call me at 717-503-4924 or email me at remymadi at gmail.com. That's R-E-M-Y-M-A-A-D-D-I at gmail.com.
Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. Since 1930, the Heritage family has proudly served the communities of South Jersey. From humble roots, Heritage's dairy stores now operates 33 convenient locations. Their desire is to become your convenience store of choice, not just because of their welcoming atmosphere, but because of their fresh, quality products. Heritage's milk is still the sweetest, coffee's hot and fresh, and Heritage's full-service delis offer the best local ingredients prepared and sliced on-site, far exceeding the competition. Heritage's Dairy Stores. It's not just our name, it's our heritage.